It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hey guys, I'm Sai and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of Keeping It Real with Andrew Thompson. This is our wrestling show where we round up as much wrestling news in 45 minutes to an hour. It's not like your usual structured conversation where you move from subject to subject. Myself and Andrew will literally go from 0 to 100 very quick and we will scatter all over the place. All over the place, we'll talk as much wrestling news as we can in under an hour. And uh, you could check out the video versions of all this show and uh, all the other shows at youtube.com slash acepodcastnation. Click the bell, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, you get the audio versions at uh, all the usual podcast and radio platforms. But uh, with no further ado, introducing the man of the hour. He's, uh, he's in charge of postwrestling.com at the moment. He is a writer, interviewer, YouTube producer, Mr. Andrew Thompson. How are you, mate? What's good, sir? How you feeling, my brother? How you all feeling? Good, all good. I'm good, mate. It's just like 2 o'clock in the afternoon for me. It's a bit earlier for you. It's uh, 9 a.m. That's uh, not our usual time to record. It's a uh, early start to the day. But I mean, I'm always up this early, so... Gotta get it, mate. It's always working. You are. Every time I speak to you, you, you you're working. You're a busy man. Everybody wants a bit of uh, wants a piece of Andrew Thompson, which is the the best way to have it, my friend. Hopefully, in a positive way. Yeah, the hundred percent, mate. Mm-hmm. I've, ne- I've never seen or heard anyone say a bad word about you publicly. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> oh, there was that. Wasn't that there, there? There was there was there was that one guy from. Um, oh, we won't talk about. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, I just, uh, I've never heard anyone say anything remotely negative about you. In fact, quite the opposite, which is uh, always a good sign. So before we literally go from one side of wrestling to the other in 30 seconds and scatter around like we normally do, let's uh, talk Survivor Series tonight. One of the, the big five pay-per-views for the 
the WWE. Um, I put a tweet up this morning and I asked the question, is this week the first week where, certainly in recent times, where every single wrestling show on like the, the main TV channels in the US have all been good? Because it started with Raw, was a pretty good show. Then you had Impact, I, I saw that this week, that was pretty good. Wednesday, NXT was a lot better, I really enjoyed NXT. Um, AEW was very good, and then SmackDown on Friday was very good. I haven't got around to like Ring of Honor and um, NXT UK and, and New Japan, simply because the others, normally I can get around a bit because I get bored and I fast forward some stuff, but like I didn't fast forward any of those stuff. I just want, does, New Japan, does New Japan come on at a good time for you? Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. Sometimes it's like sometimes it's a weird time. So it could be like mid morning. So like mm. it's difficult from a different point of view. Like I got stuff to do or kids and you know all that sort of stuff. But generally, I'd rather it be on then than you know I'd never get to watch uh, like AEW or NXT or WWE live really because it's on. You know, it finishes at like six a.m. sometimes, and it's you know it's. Uh, my age, mate. That's a that's a no go. As though you ain't built for that life no more, man. No, no way, man. <laughs> if I could have done it in my teens, like you know, I would have been. I would have been all about that shit. I'd have been stay. I used to stay up all night anyway. So I'd you know watch the wrestling, talk about wrestling. But I don't know how some of the the UK UK like uh, like journalists or even yeah. some of the some of the YouTubers who talk like wrestling and stuff. They do a lot of their stuff around, like, the American time, because obviously that's where a lot of their viewers are from. And they, you know, they're in the UK, but they they, they do their hustle and their YouTube via the US time. I've got a lot of respect for that, but, yeah, I'm too old. I can't, I can't do it. Struggle to get to 11 o'clock at night, mates, these days. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I thought all those wrestling shows, I thought they were all good, all good TV this week, which is... Uh, Almost unheard of. You normally get one dud, but uh, I thought they were all pretty good this week. What did you think? Yeah, I think, I think the TV was pretty solid this week, from what I remember, for real, for real. Because like that, you, cause some of some of these shows I just be watching, bro, and then the next day I completely forget, like, yeah, for <laughs> sure. like, what, like what happened. But uh, I know I was catching up on um, AEW last night because I watched NXT this week, and I uh, I just alternate. But uh, yeah, I, I like the. Um, the the for the for the most part of what I saw from AEW, I liked that they got Death Triangle back together. I yeah. always I always wondered what the original plans was going to be had uh, the shutdown pandemic not happened. I always wondered like maybe Pac might have been the TNT champion and um, the the Lucha Brothers probably would have been the tag team champions by now. So it's always interesting mm. to think about that stuff in hindsight, you know, knowing that you know that that group was just getting started uh, before the shutdown. Yeah, it's a weird one because. They clearly had big plans for them simply because they put them back together so quickly. Like, it's not as if they've been kind of floundering in that time they've been with Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston has been, you know, a revelation for some people who weren't that familiar with him. He's been very, very good. Um, so it's interesting that they took, or they moved the Lucha Brothers away from Eddie Kingston straight away and put him back with Pac. So they've clearly got something uh, brewing. Um well, we'll talk about it in a minute, but like I, um, I'd be interested what they do with Eddie Kingston now because I do feel like the Butcher and the Blade haven't really um, connected. Prop, I like I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Um, I feel like they're not quite 
on that same level as the Lucha Brothers or even, you know, as Eddie Kingston. So it'd be interesting to see if they add someone else to that group or if Eddie Kingston moves away from them. I'd like to see, I think we talked about this before, Santana and Ortiz maybe uh, go with Eddie Kingston. That could be quite interesting, particularly if seeing how MJF and Jericho uh, move on. Very quickly then, Meg, what do you think about that? Like Butcher and the Blade and Eddie Kingston as a trio and as a group overall? Uh, I, I, th- I think it works well for the story that they got going on right now. I mean, I don't think it's like... I, th- I think Eddie Kingston kind of in this weird situation because he lost two AEW World Title matches. So yeah. it's like it's like he kind of in that weird spot. I think they, I, th- I think they kind of should do something with Eddie Kingston, like how they can't deal with Brody Lee. But I mean, at the same time, they can't do that because Eddie Kingston is still fairly, fa- so, somewhat fairly new. And I mean, you know, he, he's only been there for a couple months, signed at least, and Brody's been there since what uh, May. So, um, uh, not not in May. Uh, when, when was Double or Nothing, bro? It, it, by the number was yeah, May. That was right May. May. Yeah. Yeah. So so Brody been there since March. So um. Yeah, it's mm. uh, I, 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 I think Eddie Kingston kind of is just in a weird spot, that's all. Yeah, they got almost got to kind of uh, rejuvenate both of those guys. Like, obviously, I think Brody Lee is injured, so he's been off TV anyway. But, like, I would imagine when he comes back, he'll probably come back with a, a bit of a bang in some way or shape or form. Right, let's uh, let's talk Survivor Series. We'll do our predictions now as well. We'll we'll we'll. We'll break free of our usual structure where we do the predictions at the end. Uh, is there any match on Survivor Series that you're particularly looking forward to? Uh, New Day versus the Street Profits, uh, Sasha versus Oscar, and McIntyre versus Roman. Yeah, I think all those are pretty, uh, pretty solid matches. Even, I think, um, if they give it time, like Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn could be good, but i got a feeling they'll do something quite short and Bobby probably give yeah give him like a bit of a squash they seem to enjoy giving sammy <laughs> like these kind of embarrassing <laughs> spots rather than like if they gave them like 10 and 12 minutes they could put on a really good match but you know it is what it is i guess i guess um i i would be interested in the te- like the men's survivor series match i think there's some real good guys in there but it's just no, it doesn't matter there's no no stakes, no nothing. There's no like who cares if either side wins. Like there's nothing on it, and I feel like that's a bit that takes away from maybe how good it could be when you look at some of the talent in there. Yeah, uh, the the miss about the miss about series thing. Uh, would like so I I think it could be more beneficial for the SmackDown brand. Because they had more storylines intertwined, and 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 what I thought was they was going to add a Big E to the thing, and I was I, I thought Big E was going to be the fifth man, and I think that could have been their way to get Roman and Big E at the Rumble, or possibly yeah. Roman versus Big E get set up at Mania because they could have did something where Jay Uso kind of got into it with Big E, and you know that that's ultimately leads to a problem with Roman, and then that's how we get Big E, uh, Roman. But at the same time, I'm guessing they can also do Jay Uso could be the reason that the team uh, loses. Uh, because he'll have some issue type of issue with Kevin Owens, and he he's not really there for Team SmackDown. He's there for Roman. So I mean, mm. I, th- I think they can go a lot of ways with um with with, with this with this thing. But I think Team Raw is going to win because SmackDown can do more storyline wise coming out of it. I feel like this the the Team Raw they don't really have anything coming out of it. Like but SmackDown no. they had they have like three different avenues that they could take coming out of this. Yeah, I mean the only thing I see on the Raw team really 
is they've been kind of uh, pushing towards maybe Sheamus and Braun Strowman. And also, I think we'll get like a full-blown riddle heel turn at some point in the coming weeks. There's, they could do that. But I mean, you don't... I don't know. There's only so much like team miscommunications that I can take. And like the raw side has been built up this whole match on the fact that they can't get along. Um, so like I feel like if you just do that in the match as well, you've always almost... I've seen that for the last few weeks. Whereas like you say with SmackDown... There's a few little guys and, and feuds that you can start, carry on, begin through that bit of team, not necessarily miscommunication, but arguing or not getting along. Um, I just wish there was something on it. Like if one team won, they got something or did something, and it's just very nothing. Um, all right, let's do the predictions. The, so you've got the Women's Survivor Series uh, match, which is... Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Lacey Evans, Peyton Royce and Lana versus Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Bailey, and Natalia. Who do you see winning that? Uh, I, I think it's a no-brainer with Team SmackDown. They just got the the better overall superstars, and I think they have more star power. And they got the 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 the, the, the big superstar over there, Bianca Belair, who should be Raw Women's Champion by SummerSlam next year. If she's not, I'm I'm uh, filing a complaint. Mm-hmm. But uh. Yeah, man. I, I just think Team Raw, they kind of just, it, it's, I mean, like, what I think is going to happen, I think they're building up um, Lana to be the sole survivor. Yes. That's, that's especially because they released that. Did you see the thing they released yesterday? I think it was yesterday, um, where she was talking about, I only saw a clip of it, but I think it was on the network or maybe the YouTube channel. And she was talking about, um, in the clip I saw, she was talking about how Rusev's not there and she's gone from traveling with him living with him and everything and then suddenly he's not there and just some of the hate that she gets online every time she posts and she was talking about like her her mental health and how low and how how bad she's been feeling and I just felt like you know I believe everything that she said don't get me wrong like I think that she's had points where she's been really struggling my thing with it is I feel like the reason WWE have put that thing out now is to further their storyline with her and get her over as this kind of baby face and who's been through the table and she's going to be the sole survivor. Whereas if they put that out, I know, three months ago or whatever, I'd have found it really interesting because I do, I, when I was watching it, I felt really sorry for her. And I, you know, she's a human being. And I think people on social media forget sometimes that, you know, these these guys and girls, they're, they're, they're characters um, and there's real pe- real people behind them. And at the end of the day, if you haven't got the real people, you can't have the characters. And people forget that, I think. But anyway, sorry, I went off on a bit of a tangent. Um, so you think you think SmackDown should win, but do you think they will win? Yeah, I, I think SmackDown should win. I, and I, don't, I mean, just on the, the um, Lana's part, like, I mean, she's she's openly spoken about this in the past. I know she did an interview, like, even over the summer when she talked about mm. people were sending her death threats. But not over the summer, but earlier this year or late yeah. last year when people were sending her death threats over the uh, Bobby Lashley situation. So I don't think this is like some. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know WWE I, picture I, behind it, but I, 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 you know, I don't think yeah. it was like some thing with, uh, on Lana's part where she was like, no, no, not her, business. not so whatsoever. I, I, I was more uh, WWE and the way they their kind of corporate machine works. I was a bit like, yeah, you've put that out there because 
this, this and this. But maybe that's just me cynical towards them. But in no way do I think, you know, anything to do with, like, Lana. She doesn't decide when when it goes out and things like that. Um, and I also give her a amount, you know, a tremendous amount of credit for not just talking about that kind of vulnerability and stuff. She could very easily have, you know, kept that behind closed doors. It takes a lot to speak about that when you're in the public eye like she is. Yeah. And show it, show Smack like Smack a different Down, side to it. Smackdown should definitely um, yeah. Yeah, win, win the thing. And, and, and they, they got too many good stars over there. And they got, yeah, they got, the, they got the Liv Morgan documentary coming out uh, next next week. And they, they've been filming her for three years. And I had no clue about that. So it, it, it's no way that they don't have some type of plans for her. If you've been filming somebody for three years, and you documenting this, and you about to yeah, put they some they, sort of you, you you got some type of plans in store. So hopefully that was coming to fruition. Yeah, I wonder if they just film everyone for like years just in case, just because they. I suppose they can, can't they? And I mean, be interesting where they go. I think SmackDown. When you look at that team, SmackDown got to win it. Um, although they do like Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, but. I think uh, Lana will be the last one left, but SmackDown no, you, will you, you, you ultimately know what, win. You want to know what I think is going to happen? I think that uh, Nia Jax is going to put her through a table and she's going to be knocked down until the end, and then that's how she's going to be the last one left. <laughs> Do you, you, that's why you, how you think she'll... You don't think they'll give her like the the underdog kind of... No. They'll just put her out of the match. Who's who, 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 who she pinning on SmackDown? She she pin, she pin Natalia. She could I pin Natalia, maybe. She could pin... Um, you could have like a thing between... Bailey and someone, and Bailey gets distracted, and Lana could get like this huge pin, you like a ro- roll up. Well, I, well, I wouldn't, but right. I'm saying what well, I think they they in their head they think oh it's a distraction, so it, you know it doesn't hurt Bailey, but <clears throat> just makes it look silly. But yeah, if it was me, I'd book it. So SmackDown, maybe Natalia gets pinned, but ultimately I wouldn't I wouldn't pin any of the others. To be honest, I'd probably do it so they win clean. Um, then it got a dual brand battle royal on the kickoff show. Um, yeah, I don't know anyone who's in this at the moment. It says to be announced. Do you think we see kind of some NXT guys or anything interesting from this, or do you think it'll just be a run of the mill, the rest of the people who are not on the card type th- type thing? Running the mill, people not in the car. I'd probably see a twenty four seven title switch during it. So, yeah, that's why. Yeah, I can't say I'm looking forward to that one. Um, Raw versus SmackDown men's Survivor Series match: AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Riddle. I think we talked about that. Yeah, who's gonna win though? Uh, probably SmackDown. Raw. Raw, SmackDown. I think. Um, I don't know. I I'm, I wouldn't be surprised either way. But uh, for the sake of argument, I'll go with a Raw win. Uh, the Raw Women's Champion versus the SmackDown Women's Champion. Oscar versus Sasha. Who you got there, man? I can't see them beating Sasha. Sasha. Yeah, I can't see them beating Sasha now. After she finally defended the title and beat Bailey twice. Yeah, she was just too early for her to lose. Um, and I don't think they're really doing much with Oscar anyway. So. Do you think it'll be clean or do you think... Dolphins gotta be got clean. Carmella thing in the background as well, where she be clean. could get involved. Yeah, it should be. But no, I mean, there's no point in doing these champion versus champion match. Somebody got to lose. You can't. You can't do a false. Fit. I mean, uh, you can't just. Yeah, you can't yeah. do distractions and. Can't do you can't yeah, do that every order. time. Somebody got to lose. <clears throat> 
But I do think one of those matches, one of the title matches, is going to have like a schmozzy finish. And when I look at it, it's I, I just can't. I wonder whether they'll do Carmella interference and then Sasha loses because of that. But yeah, they should. Sasha should win clean. Uh, tag team champions versus uh, each other. New New Day in the Street Profits. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great match. Who's going to win? Street Profits. Give him the big win. They, I mean, like I, I think New Day at this point in their career, they like untouchable, bro. Like them, mm-hmm. them, them, them losing doesn't like nothing to their characters at all. Like they, they have just no. reached that that level of superstardom under WWE standards. Like they, they're like these dudes are, are under the goddamn video game. They. They they doing everything, man. They on talk shows and all this stuff. Like not 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 like I mean everybody's on talk shows, but I mean New Day they just every they like this, man. like just upper echelon of just like stardom. And mm. I, don't, I don't I don't I don't think them losing to the Street Profits is gonna hurt them in any way. And I mean I think it does more for the Street Profits. Like I think if the New Day beats the Street Profits, it does nothing for them. But the Street Profits beat the New Day, it does everything for them. Yeah, it's a massive win, isn't it, for the Street Profits? You can build it, build them up around that. Um, I think it's really weird that Big E is not on this card whatsoever. Like, he's nowhere. I find that incredible. Um, should he be on the smack? Is he better off missing that, missing the pay-per-view and and then just going into a feud afterwards for the next pay-per-view? Or, you know, should he be in that men's team? I don't know. I mean, he could win the Battle Royal, I guess. I don't want him that, in there. I don't, think, I don't think it's that simple as people might think it is to him just not being on the show. I think it's more, more, more than what people think. So, and I, and I, I can't, I, I can't com- confirm, but I don't, I, don't, I think people are, you know, they're not looking to, they, they, I don't think people have this, like they, they, people probably think that Biggie is just not being put on the show just for no reason. And I, and that's not the case at all. Mm. So. Rampant speculation to follow. Um, and then we got the uh, the United States champion, which we uh, versus Intercontinental title champion. Whatever. I just uh, Bobby Bobby Lashley's going to squash Sammy J. Sammy no, Zay, doesn't he? I think they should have a, they could have a good match. I think uh, Bobby Lashley should win. Though I feel like the, just just with Sammy Zayn's history and how they've been booking him over the past however many years since he's been up on uh, on SmackDown and Raw, I just feel like it's more consistent to have uh, Lashley since he's like had this like career renaissance under yes. MVP, so I think it only makes sense that he should he, he should win. And I mean, it, it feels like they're kind of setting up uh, Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn, and Zayn's probably going to drop the title to Bryan anyway. So, I mean, if, you, if you're if going to start that process of making Sami look like he can't beat nobody, then I mean, you might as well start right now. Mm. Yeah, I, I think uh, I'd like to see Bobby Lashley win. Also, because I think he, Bobby Lashley might drop the United States title relatively soon, over the next couple of months, so he can move up to the to face Drew McIntyre in the short term. Uh, so, yes, Bobby Lashley will win that. Um, and then you've got Drew and Roman. There's no way Roman's losing, surely. <clears throat> nah, I'm going with Drew McIntyre. Oof. I'm going with Drew McIntyre just because of the strength of that. McIntyre just won the title. Literally just won the title last week. So I don't think it's smart for him to, well, this past week for him to be losing. The, to, and, and then like, I, think, I think Roman is kind of on the same kind of thing with, with, with New Day but not mm, with, does it hurt his heel character say, though if he loses now like, I, mean, I, I feel I, like I, they're I, building I, him up for the big loss eventually down the road I don't think it, I don't think it would hurt 
too much. I think it'll do a little bit of damage, but I mean, you can always build them back up because I think, well, I mean, you could you could have them beat Daniel Bryan for the world. I mean, to retain a TLC or the next pay per view, whatever that is. Yeah. Like, you can always build them back up, or you could like have them come out on the next Friday on SmackDown, uh, smacking around Jay Uso, smacking around whoever he mm. toss around Paul Heyman if he wants to. You can always get it back, but I, I just think McIntyre losing after he just won the title. I'm like, yeah, what's the point? Because I mean, you literally just took the title off him for no reason. Just to get it back, just to get it back on yeah. him. So I, I think mean, um, with that, with taking the title off him, it does seem overall pointless to give it to Randy Orton and then just to take it back off him before Survivor Series. However, I did really enjoy the the kind of chase and the, the I, I enjoyed what they did with Drew McIntyre's character when he lost the title. I felt like that was fairly decent TV, but uh, I just don't see them beating uh roman reigns now i feel like they're beating they're building his heel character up right until they find the right baby face whether it's biggie at wrestlemania or you know someone like that um so i got a couple of questions then about survivor series view um will we see retribution at some point mm. in that band battle royal <laughs> god can you imagine <laughs> slap slap slapjack with the W, that's, that's the only that's the only reason I'd want to see them in that battle royal is if the battle royal's going on and they come out and murder everyone and leave just a big pile of WWE wrestlers in the middle of the ring. Okay. Otherwise, I I don't want to see that. But um, see, so do you think we'll see him at all on the pape? Mm, may maybe doing um Bobby Lashley's match. Maybe that's how uh Sami Zayn beats Lashley. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Randall Orton and the Fiend? Do you think we see them at any point during this uh, the pay per view? I believe no. Just very well, we'll, quickly, but... we'll see the Fiend when the when the Taker's there, in some way, shape, or form. You you just a Fiend, Mark. That's all that is. Well, yeah, we know that. There's there's, <laughs> there's there's no hiding from that. But actually, I've changed my prediction slightly. So before, I thought that they would have the Fiend come out and destroy him and it'd be like a proper kind of passing of the torch without a match I actually think now that someone like uh, Randy Orton or some sort of heel someone will come out and kind of out, outnumber or attack The Undertaker and will have The Fiend make the save and they'll do like a thing and The Fiend will disappear in the br- and then The Undertaker will do his pose and everyone will go oh thank you Taker Blah blah blah, but I I don't see, I don't just don't see the Undertaker coming out, doing like a little promo and then leaving. There's gonna be somebody involved. I, I, um, I, don't, I don't know if you saw, but he did an Instagram live interview with Snoop Dogg yesterday. And he was in a ring. It's interesting, mate. I he ain't retiring, bro. He ain't no. retiring. It ain't no way. I'm telling you, <laughs> I would not be against if they set if they set up a fiend feud for say WrestleMania and at WrestleMania they do the fiend versus the Undertaker in a boneyard match or a fun fun house match or whatever, um, and that be the way they kind of pass the torch or whatever you want to say. No, you, Just, you, I would, you want, that'd be cool. You I don't want to see him in a proper I, match, mate. I gotta I, say, I, 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 then, I don't think I don't think the fiend's gonna face the Undertaker at all. I don't even want to see that, to be honest with you, bro. Like, I, I, like I, I think I think I think they're gonna run back uh, Taker and AJ in the ring, like in the ring, because I mean they they're gonna be moving to the um, Tropicana Field 
and I'm pretty sure that's gonna be the like lead up to actually having fans like in the building. So, yeah. uh, so I, I think that might be. The, I mean, well, let me take that back. I, I would want to see the fiend and the fiend get his win over Taker, but I, I feel like they just gonna end up going the route um, to uh, uh, AJ versus Taker again, but this time inside of the ring. Because Undertaker's been saying that a lot in these interviews, talking about how he mm. always wanted like a singles, a real singles match against AJ and not the cinematic match, even though he enjoyed it. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like, for me, as a fan of The Undertaker, I would rather see him in those type of matches, like a Boneyard match or a Funhouse match. I don't know. I suppose out of everyone, if you're going to do it with someone, AJ's probably the pick to do it with. But Put, 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 him, put him in there with Jordan. Big Jordan. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or like Dab- Dabakato. What's his name? Dabakato. Dabakato. Jesus. Imagine. <laughs> Put him in there with Nia Jax. That'd be a good match. She'd she'd retire him. <sighs> right. So question for you. Tell me about the wrestling roundup this week on postwrestling.com by Andrew Thompson. Man, it's a lot of stuff up there. Um you know the the, uh, the P- PJ Black Got another another bad injury. I think he had like thirteen screws Jesus. and two metal plates put into his ankle after he tried to like perform some type of uh world record thing or something like that and he got banged up real bad. Um uh, you, uh, what else was up there? Uh oh yeah, Alexa Bliss said her WWE contract expires in three years. So I mean that's that's the thing. But I mean I don't think that really means anything. I think she she no. gonna I, th- I think Alexa Bliss is gonna be a WWE lifer, so only that Seems that way, doesn't it? But you never know. You never know, like, further down the line. Like, if you had told me, like, I don't know, sort of a couple of weeks ago that uh, Zelina Vega was going to go, I'd have been yeah. surprised. Yeah, you so have you your point right know, there. You. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, speaking of Zelina Vega, I saw her um, a report. I think it was might have been Wrestling Observer. I apologise if it wasn't. Um, that said that basically she asked to speak to my... Uh, Vince McMahon, the day she got released, she asked yeah, to said, speak, speak to him, and he said no. Yeah, he said well, he wants to speak to her. That, I said, I said, I said, report, and I, and 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 I've seen. I, I think a few other credible sources kind of back that. Uh, but you listen to some dub smash in the background. Yeah, sorry, that was my. I see. I see what kind of music you like. <laughs> It was, uh, it was, uh, it was one of my podcasts. It just come on. It just started playing. I was like, "Fuck, I can't get off." <laughs> but uh, sorry about that, bro. My bad. Um, I just find it remarkable. Like, I just think uh, Vince McMahon is like we've talked about him being maybe a bit out of touch in terms of like wrestling in 2020, and maybe he's not the best for kind of the creative side. But like, I just think it was real tone deaf what they did with all the Twitch streams to when you're in a, like a pandemic, the, all your wrestlers are getting less money because there's, they don't get pay-per-view money anymore. They don't get a cut of the network. Um, you've got all these things. So then a few of them build up this Twitch following or social media following where it can give them extra money, particularly for someone like Zelina Vega, who's on the very kind of bottom tier of WWE downside guarantees 
do you really need to, to like make an example of them and, and take it off them and threaten them with being fired and then release them? Really? Did, was, was Zelina Vega's Twitch in her real name having any effect whatsoever on the WWE as a whole? And I just, it's that sort of thing, which I think turns wrestling fans away from the WWE. Yeah, I, I think that was just uh, I think that was the whole point of it for for it was for them to um to to to, to set an example. And they yeah. they wanted to make an example of somebody whoever's gonna be that first person to step up. That's who's gonna be that example. But I I, I think if it was been somebody, man, let, let 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 Roman Reigns be like, oh yeah, I'm about to get on Twitch. They ain't gonna yeah. what, you, what you gonna say to him? Yeah, they play, well, they, they'll probably try to convince him. But I saw um, Alex McCarthy said earlier on his Twitter. That um, Undertaker was on Cameo. Yeah, he, he was uh, selling thirty. Uh, WWE was promoting him on Cameo. Ah, that's great. Okay. He, uh, I mean, it's, it's obviously a, a partnership. Like that's not, yeah, it's obvious the fact that they even promoting him on Cameo. But I, I think it just sends a bad message to the locker room. Like, oh yeah, we could promote this dude on, on, yeah. uh, on, on Cameo, but the rest of y'all got to shut y'all thing. It's kind of the same thing. Like you, you remember a couple months ago when WWE released their own wine? Yeah. Dude, Carmella had made her own wine. They ain't promote a goddamn thing. They ain't retweet nothing. They ain't shit yeah. nothing. I'm like, what the like what, what type of like y- y'all supposed to like I I think I think WWE's thing is, man, like they're afraid of talent becoming bigger than the company. Like and, and, and they they, well, they, th- they and that and that only matters. That only works when well it only doesn't work when it's like it's it's like you can't control it. Like yeah. when you see the popularity that Sasha Banks has, and her actually having her real name as 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 the as the credit for the Mandalorian, and that Sasha Banks and that Mercedes Bernardo was in the the credit. I I think you, you I think they just can't control stuff like that, and I and and, and I think WWE would have preferred for it to be Sasha Banks in the oh, you know God, to, to, to 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 be named in the thing, but that's her credit now. That's forever going to be her credit. So like I I feel, I feel like she's issue, clever I, for doing I, that. I think I, as well. I, by the way, I feel like their issue is just they don't. Like when superstars become bigger than the company, so they try to prevent that because, what, like they, once once that happens, it it allows room for the talent to not need them WWE. as much. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, well, I think they, um, they. If I like looking at it from Vince McMahon's point of view, I think he thinks that they got like stabbed in the back or they got bit by The Rock and then Austin and then John Cena. So they're like, they almost don't want your Roman Reigns or your Sasha Banks or whoever to, to get to that point. Like Roman Reigns is now the top star in the company. They almost don't want him to become like a Hollywood superstar because then he doesn't need WWE. So they, they got this weird thing where they'll promote the top guys and they'll promote them to a certain level. But they almost kind of don't want it and I think Sasha Banks was very very clever and astute to have that credit for the Mandalorian being her real name because Sasha I, Banks probably has a lawyer <laughs> a very <yeah>. good lawyer <laughs> well this is what I want to see all these guys who let's be honest a lot of them get their opportunities because of the WWE which you, you can't yeah, deny yeah. you can't deny that yeah. but I hope no, no, so no, when but, they but, no but but, but, but real quick, not to, I ain't mean to cut you off, but Sasha mm. Banks she she didn't get discovered for the for Mandalorian by WWE. She got discovered because she was on Hot Ones. That's right. I read that. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's so so that wasn't WWE. That was no. on a on a show. 
But what I would do is, if I hope, where people see like what's happened to Zelina Vega and what's happened to AJ Styles and all these people who had all their stuff stopped, is when they get this opportunity to be in like a mainstream TV show like that. And there's been various wrestlers over the years who've made cameos in big TV shows because of the WWE. I hope they start using their real names instead of their gimmick names and makes the WWE sweat a little bit because you can't tell me that the morale in that WWE locker room at the moment is good because everything I've read is that Zelina Vega is very popular. Everything, you know, she's married to Alistair Black where he must stand in the WWE now. I, as an Alistair Black fan... Like, I'm quite worried in terms of his WWE Man, career you, because I they ain't doing nothing with you, him now. You, I'm about to say, you, you could go on WWE TV right now. They're going to make him do the job to you. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do with uh, If they Alex got any sense, mates, they'd push him to the moon. But they won't. And i got a feeling that we either, A, don't see him at all, or B, he'll just kind of be released quietly. But, you know, he can go to AEW, mate, to make a massive statement to New I'll, Japan. I, I highly doubt. I'm talking about, like, 98% doubt they will release him. They they, 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 they they won't do that. They, they I, I, I doubt WWE would even think about releasing him. They, they if, if anything, they'll make him ride out the rest of his contract and just sit on the sidelines. Like, they, 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 they're not just going to give no company, mm. no free pass to get no, Tommy no. in or Alistair Black. It's not going to happen. I'm telling you, bro. G- like, he, he, he's going to ride out the rest of this contract, whether he likes it or not. Yeah, one way or the other, I suppose. He um, he already asked to go back to NXT, I read. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they declined that, so. That's mad. Like, he is, especially when you look at that SmackDown roster. Well, 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 let me say, let me say, because I, I don't know if they declined it, but I think he tossed the idea out there, and I don't think anybody really got back to him as far as the mm. idea goes. So, I mean, I, it, it, I it actually don't think that's the back. best. Yeah, it would be good, but I actually don't think that's the best thing for him. Like, not for me to tell him, you know, what's best for him, but in terms of like the talent and WWE, they could really use him on the main rosters. He's on SmackDown, isn't he, at the moment, technically? And you look at that SmackDown, look at that SmackDown roster where you've got Big E and you've got Roman Reigns at the top, and then you've got guys like Daniel Bryan on their kind of last run and Ziggler and people like this with experience. Like they could really like if they did it right and built up your Big E and they built up Jey Uso and they built up Alistair Black as the next wave of main event stars. They could have, like, you know, like back in the day where you had the SmackDown 6 or whatever it was, um, and you had, like, all those top-level stars who would just rotate into the main event. They've got the talent to do that on both Raw and SmackDown. They just don't seem to want to create those new stars. And I do wonder if it's through fear of them getting over to a point where the WWE can't control it. Because you look at... Like, even even Bray Wyatt, like, how many times has there been where they, you feel like they're finally going to pull the trigger on him to be that kind of top star, and they just back off a little bit, and they have him lose a main event match, or they have him lose a big match, and they've done that with a few guys, where they build him up, build him up, everyone's behind them, and then they just take a few steps back, almost like they, they don't want to quite push them all the way to the moon. It's, um, it's a weird one, mate, because... You'd think they'd want all their stars to be as big as possible. And at the end of the day, if they treated their stars 
with the respect they deserve, would they want to leave anyway? Yeah, you got some uh, raising solid points, man. Do you know why that is? It's because I'm a solid dude. Um, yeah, debatable. Yeah, I used to be a solid dude, and then you stole all my ideas, and uh, and then I just became a dude. Um, so I discovered something this week, though, mate. Right. Um, so the last probably five weeks, I've watched AEW, um, like first thing Thursday morning when I wake up, and then I've kind of caught NXT afterwards. Sometimes I haven't watched NXT until Friday, maybe even Saturday. And I haven't really enjoyed it that much compared to AEW. This week I watched AEW, uh, NXT first thing when I got up on Thursday. Really, really enjoyed it. And I'm starting to wonder whether it's just whichever one I watch first, I kind of enjoy the most. And then the other one I kind of just catch. Because I really enjoyed both shows this week. Was NXT that much better this week than it normally is? Mm, no, I mean, I, I think NXT has some real consistent television over the last couple of weeks. I feel like, uh, you know, especially with them kicking off that that. With, I, it, one, one thing that I really like that they're doing is like the, the kind of story arc with Leon Ruff. Like they didn't drag it out of him being like this underdog. Like he's yeah. Now, now, now Leon is like pissed off because everybody's trying to act like he's some chump and he can't defend the title and he need everybody help. And so now he's just lashing out at everybody else because he feel like he getting disrespected. And I feel like that was like a real good choice to like not drag yes. the the whole underdog or i did it i did it thing like they they made the switch real quick so i think that's a good thing for them and it it actually adds more intrigue to leon rush to him being this underdog baby face i feel like that only worked for one week and they they, they caught it at the right moment so and and i'm, I'm interested in uh war games I'm, I'm i'm good to see uh you know they they got the uh uh but 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 damn but war games is like in two weeks bro like <laughs> it's crazy that isn't it yeah, we'll, we'll get into two weeks. We got the uh, uh, Undisputed Era versus the brand. And then we got uh, uh, Shossie and Candice leading their teams. I, pro- I think it's probably going to be uh, uh, Candice, uh, Andy Hartwell, uh, uh, Dakota, and uh, Raquel versus uh, versus Shossie, probably Tony Storm, Ember Moon, and uh, one other baby, baby face. Maybe a Casey Catanzaro. Maybe they'll stick someone like that in to give him a bit of a bit of a rub. I'm sure there's someone else. I wonder, I wonder what the hell they're going to do war games at because that Capital Wrestling Center don't look big enough. It doesn't, does it? It doesn't look big enough at all. Um, one thing I did really like uh, on NXT this week was uh, after Timothy w- uh, Thatcher defeated August Grey via submission. He's about to say Timothy Watcher. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then we had the great Tommaso Ciampa. I know he's your favourite uh, favorite star. Yeah. He, um, Good joke. Nah, he um, <laughs> he come out and faced uh, Timothy Thatcher, and I thought that was actually like a cool little interaction, and I think they could have a good match. So um, I look forward to that. Damian Priest, he's a weird one for me, mate, on NXT, because I feel like he's got all the tools. <clears throat> he's got a fantastic look. Everything which he's got and he offers NXT, I feel like they could do something really good, but I'm not just not sure if I'm the kind of playboy gimmick is the one um i don't know but um kevin owens on guest commentary next week on nxt as well i think it's because wade bear probably about to go overseas probably mm. can, 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 can they can people travel to the uk uh yeah i think they can yeah, um, so that, i that, think that, you've got to you've got to be like a certain level of uh person to be able to i think I don't know. yeah yeah he is 
the, a- the athletes can move, but no one else apparently. It doesn't affect the athletes supposedly. Um, what else did I enjoy? What did you think of the NXT Women's Title match between Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley? Was it up there, there with the? Uh, was it as good as Walter versus? Um, no. What's his no. name? No. 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 It's not. Isn't that? We haven't. I, we didn't, I, I, we I, never I, talked I, about that. Uh, there was a banger, man. I, 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 I don't even think it was better than um, uh, Eo versus Candice at the Halloween Havoc. I mean, but it was a real good match. So, did e- you e- see? Eo Shirai always has great matches. Yeah, she is, uh, in my opinion, the greatest women's wrestler of the last couple of years, and she's still, at the moment, she is still the best in the world, or the boat, as Natalia would say. Um, did you see, just a couple of days before NXT, uh, a certain Mr. Finn Balor tweeted, a, a, he just tweeted an image on his uh, Twitter account. He didn't um, he didn't put any words with it, didn't reply to any tweets or anything like that. He just posted a picture of him, AJ Styles and Adam Cole all together. Not even all together, they were just, you know, just three separate pictures next to each other. People lost their collective minds as they as you do. Everyone was saying, "Oh, Bala Club." Blah, 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 blah. Do you think? Because it was interesting that he posted that, and then they brought back him and Adam Cole on the same night. Um, do you think that's just because of war games, basically, or do you think there's anything in it? No, I think Finn Balor is just a tease, and he's smart. He he is knows, and, and he knows what people want, so people want to see that. So, yeah, November November seventeenth, it was. He posted a picture of him, AJ, and Adam Cole all in suits with like white shirt and black tie. Uh, so they're all dressed the same, all next to each other. Interesting. I'm gonna use it as a thumbnail actually. But, um, I would love to see it. But oh uh, yeah, it would have been. I would have loved to have seen them do something with. Gallows and Anderson and those three, or Gallows and Anderson, you've got the Undisputed Era, they could have done something real cool. Um, They just never quite pulled the trigger on any of them, Um, as a group, I mean. But um, So what were the men's war games going to be? It's going to be Undisputed Era versus the brand. Yeah. So who's Finn Balor going to face, do you think, at that pay-per-view for the title? I don't know if he's cleared. I just think if he wasn't cleared, why would you bring him back? To to give off the illusion that he that he'll be back soon and not worry anybody and mm. kind of calm down the speculation that he's probably going to relinquish the title. Yeah, I, I think mean, that's cause fair. Because I mean, I I don't I don't think a broken jaw is it's, it's something that you just come back. It's something oh no, of course, come, yeah, you just come back from. But then, like I went, I did wonder, you know, did they bring him back just so they're kind of telling people, look, we haven't got a. Oh, oh, um, I mean, oh, you know, oh, we, we oh, haven't oh. got to take the title off him, basically. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an interesting one. Um, AEW, uh, a certain Mr. Hobbs turned on Cody. We called that last week. Uh, nicely done. Pat on the back for myself. And you. What, how did you think it was executed? Uh, I think it was time, and I'm, I'm glad to see Will Hobbs get that spotlight. Mm. It was, uh, it'd be interesting now what they do with that. Taz's group because they all they got like a, a wide variety of looks um, and some really talented guys in there. So I'd be very very interested in how they proceed with it. 
um, and who gets the big, big push, who gets the kind of mid-card push, etc., etc. But, uh, yes. So, I'm quite looking forward to Survivor Series tonight. Not because I think it's going to be any sort of amazing show, but uh, there's got a lot of guys on there which I've got an interest in, whether it's uh, Keith Lee, Riddle, people like this, all people I enjoy watching wrestle. So, And obviously the taker is there. Going to see him and the Fiend, aren't we, Andrew? No. Yes, we are. Get on board. Get on board the Fiend's train. Or get off the station. Let's get off the station. <laughs> Let's get the hell off the station. Ladies and get gentlemen, off this, damn this, show. This, this, this is Andrew Thompson of the Andrew Thompson Interviews YouTube channel. Please go subscribe to my man Size Ace Podcast YouTube channel. Not mean to be a rush, but it is a busy, busy day. Busy day. Subscribe, subscribe to this, youtube.com slash Andrew Thompson Interviews, and subscribe to Ace Podcast Nation on YouTube, because we always have a good time talking the graps. We'll uh, we'll be back soon, probably next week, but uh, we'll see if the busy man can fit it into a schedule because everyone wants a piece of Andrew Thompson, and now you know why. Andrew, we'll, we'll, it's a pleasure we'll, we'll, as always, we'll mate. We'll probably do something before SmackDown, uh, this week's SmackDown. Yeah, man. That sounds good to me. Andrew, it's always a pleasure, my friend. I appreciate you fitting me into your, uh, to your busy schedule. You're holding down the fort post-wrestling because uh, top guy. I appreciate you having me on, man. You take it easy, my friend. You have a good day. And uh, we'll be back next week. See you later. Check out all the other shows on Ace Podcast Station's YouTube channel. Subscribe. Say hi. Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.